You're listening to the Carry On Friends podcast, episode number two. Welcome to the Carry On Friends podcast, where you'll be inspired and empowered to do amazing things in your personal lives, career, business, and community. With your host, Carrie Ann Reed Brown. Hello, and welcome to episode two of the Carry On Friends podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Ann. What if I told you that I found the key to achieving more of my goals? For the last five months, I've been knocking down goals big and small. I mean, I've done what I've not been able to do in a year or more. How? I discovered that if I want to accomplish my goals and get them done faster, I just simply can't do them by myself. That is what today's episode is about, accountability, which I believe is the key to achieving your goals. So back in episode one, I spoke about setting goals and the four steps to take to successfully set and achieve goals, which were write it down, be held accountable, track the progress, and celebrate achievements. And as promised in that episode, I'm going to focus on my success with accountability and my lessons learned with an accountability partner. I have no problem writing down my goals and tracking its progress because I did that using various online tools. I was getting better at celebrating my achievements, but what was completely lacking was committed accountability. When I say committed accountability, you can ask a spouse, a friend to say, hey, I'm going to do this. Can you help me to make sure they're going to do it? And they're going to be like, yeah, fine, but they have things going on in their lives and There's no mutuality involved. They're holding you accountable. You're not holding them accountable for anything. That is a big difference in a way. So my accountability story started five and a half months ago. A series of events triggered it being an official accountability partnership. And one of those events was my unemployment. My accountability buddy is not only a friend, but a family member. And it's normal for us on every call before officially agreeing to be an accountability partners to check in with, with each other on known projects that we're working on. We are for each other that family member. You're going to call to get feedback on ideas or something that you're working on. Separately, we're focused and organized, but whatever we worked on just took longer and took more effort to get done. So I'm going to give the example of my workout DVDs. So I have a lot of workout DVDs and I also every now and then check on these printouts on Pinterest with the workouts that you can do. And those are great, but I don't maximize the results that those workouts promise and can be achieved because no one's holding me accountable to do the workouts compared to going to a gym and having a trainer or being part of a class. And you're going to keep pushing. It's going to be hard. You're going to stop. You're going to take breaks, but the, the instructor's going to be like, Hey, you five seconds, 10 seconds. Let's go, go, go. You know what that is. Now I'm not saying an accountability partner will do that, but that it's, it's that person who's going to keep saying, you could do it. Let's get back into it. All right. You want to take a rest, take a rest, but we're going to get back into it. And so that is how an accountability buddy is really helpful because they help to push you and encourage you when you need it the most. 
So going back to my story, recognizing that we work well together and we support each other and motivate each other, we decided to make it official with a weekly day and time. With our calls, we have our action items of things that we have to accomplish before we get on our next call or Skype meeting. Together, we mapped out things that needed to be done one week at a time, which was great because now we were breaking down our projects and we had more clarity as a result. Instead of looking at everything that had to be done, we focused on smaller, more easier tasks that could be achieved that helped move the bigger goal. We shared our ideas and gave each other honest, unbiased opinions and feedback. So we went back, made adjustments and came back and worked until we got it to a point where we felt that certain projects were good to hand off. In doing so, we unlocked each other's potential and revealed hidden talents in ourselves. This is definitely a matter of strength in numbers. As a result of providing the updates to my accountability partner, I started getting things done much faster. I no longer had an excuse not to do anything because, oh my God, I have to do this because I know that I have to report to someone. I have to give this update to someone. The updates on the blog were faster. My drafts for blog posts were done quicker. I was writing articles in advance. Just to give an example, I was doing research on projects much, fast, much faster. I was completing projects much faster. And so to, to give a quote that Julian Gordon did, and you'll hear me talk about Julian Gordon. I'm doing his accountability group in addition to my accountability partner. But he says, dates don't hold us accountable people do. And this was the perfect instance where my accountability partner and now Julian's accountability group, they're holding me accountable to get things done because I know that I just would not be able to push myself enough. I could, but not as far as I could go without the help of an accountability partner or coach. So at the end of 2014, I did some reflections on the lessons I learned and saw in motion during my accountability partnership. So the first lesson I would say I learned would be to honor the schedule and make it a priority. Honor the accountability check-in schedule, whatever you decide on, honor it and make it a priority. Don't rearrange it for everything else, arrange everything else to accommodate it. It's the key because it gives it the importance that it needs. I have a standing appointment every week. I look forward to it because I know amazing things come out of those accountability sessions, ideas. It's just, we are so excited when we're done with the calls. The other thing I learned also be to honor the emotional process. Being unemployed is an emotional process. If you've ever been unemployed, you are frantic because you're worried about finances, whether you're going to get a job as quickly. You hear the horror stories of people who've been unemployed for years. There's that emotional process. And there are also there are other things that you will deal with. Even if you're not employed, you have doubts, you have fear, and all these other things that can cripple your progress. But what I've learned is not to find something to get rid of it. It's to honor it. You will experience fear. You will experience doubt. But it's what you do with that. Uh, a few years ago, I read an article and my accountability partner actually reminded me of that article. Soldiers in Afghanistan, they were commenting that it's not that they weren't afraid, but they channeled that fear to do what they needed to be, what needed to be done. So it's how you channel the fear or how you channel that doubt. You push through it to, to help you get past it or get through the next level. And 
The other thing is not to dwelling it too long. And that's what my accountability partner helped me to do, not to dwell in it for a long time. And recognizing that this is going to come up again and having those talks to say, you know what? Today was just not a good day. Take a break. Whatever the solution was for that time, honor it and then get back up again. Test fast, fail fast, correct fast. Don't wait for perfect conditions. I can't say this enough. Act in the imperfection because the only way you'll know whether something will work or needs improvement is to put it in motion. In the summer, I was working on a project. I was work. I, I was trying to create a workflow and a process, and I was frustrated because the the workflow just wasn't going the way I wanted it. It needed to be perfect. It needed to be just right. Mind you, I haven't even put the workflow in process, so I don't even know if it's going to actually work. So I might have spent weeks trying to perfect something that may just not even work. So put it in motion. Once you've done the best you can to get it to a certain point, you want to get things in motion so you can test it quickly. If it fails or a part of it fails, it fails quickly and you could correct it quickly. So you put it back into the cycle. Breakdowns become breakthroughs. It is during breakdowns where you realize that solutions that weren't even in the front of your mind or solutions that you didn't even think you you didn't think of, they come to the center. I recently read an article about Pixar and the creative process. You go into something seeing one particular solution and it's not until you continue to go through that process and that initial solution now becomes something that's not viable then you have to start looking at things differently in order to be creative and that's what a breakdown is when you went in thinking that one solution or maybe two solutions were going to solve a problem and you recognize that it didn't but you've you've staked all your interest or you've put all your faith in these two solutions for them to just break down and they disintegrate. And then now you're left feeling despondent because you're now at step one or you're back to the beginning. But it's in that moment the breakthroughs happen because it allows you to 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 work within your limitations to find amazing results and solutions. And finally, the overall process cannot be avoided. You just have to go through it. So it's whether it's the emotional process, whether it's failing, whether it's breakdowns, you have to go through the process. Vicky Ayala, who is someone who I've worked with as well, and she's an amazing branding coach. She has a post and I included it in the blog post that said, an accountability buddy gives you the wings to be imperfect so you can soar with confidence. We worry about being perfect, that everything is just right. But with an accountability buddy, they understand, they, they've most likely experienced some of the things that you're going through and they give you that safe space to, to come apart, be upset, be frustrated because it's all part of the process. Thanks to my accountability partner group, I finally launched this podcast after thinking about it and taking slow steps towards it for two years. Towards the end of last year, I finally said, you know what? We're going to do it. Started putting the plans together. And I had a really tight deadline to make sure this got done. And I'm very proud of myself for doing that. So to wrap up, I believe accountability is the key to achieving your goals because I have experienced firsthand the difference accountability made in me increasing my chances of successfully achieving my goals. 
When you're held accountable, whether it's in the form of a coach, a mentor, an accountability buddy, or a peer group, you begin to maximize your ability and the impact of you achieving your goals. Okay, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Carry On Friends podcast. For a recap of this episode and other great articles, please visit the blog at www.carryonfriends.com. That's C-A-R-R-Y-O-N-F-R-I-E-N-D-S dot com. You've been listening to Carry On Friends, a show about the Caribbean American experience produced by Breadfruit Media. We post a new episode every two weeks on Tuesday. And if you're looking to learn more, buy our merch, or sign up for a newsletter, check out carryonfriends.com. Or find us on all social media platforms at Carry On Friends. <laughs>